Buck Rogers in the 25th century. And the shower of silver dollars from Popsicle Pete's Money Box. Buck Rogers in the 25th century, with its prophecy of all the wonderful things that may occur 500 years from now. Do you ever give any really serious thought to the scientific and mechanical developments of the future? Well, just keep listening to Buck Rogers and you'll have a pretty good idea of many of the things that are within the realm of scientific possibility. Now, our story so far has taken Buck and Wilma and Dr. Heuer to the city of Orr, deep, deep under the earth, a city abounding in pure gold and radium. And as we join our friends now, we find them all ready to start back to the surface to report their amazing discovery to the government at Niagara, capital of 25th century America. Now, here we go, 500 years into the future. Well, folks, how about getting started on the trip home? Right, Wilma. The sooner we get started, the better. Come on, Dr. Hewer. Let's pile into the mechanical mole. No, no, wait, wait, Buck. Gareth is bringing samples of gold and radium to take back with us. Yes, Doctor. I don't know what's detaining him. Incidentally, my friend. Yes, now, but... This mechanical mole is a very wonderful machine. Just how does it burrow its way through the ground, Dr. Hewer? Now, but the giant heat ray in the nose melts away the ground, and the force rays along the sides push it ahead. Very ingenious. Say, look at the hundreds of people gathered at the other end of this great cavern. Why, yes. Evidently working like Trojans over something or other. Oh, you're right. Too far away, though, to see what they're doing. Hmm. Look, here comes our friend Gareth, apparently alarmed about something. Well, I, I hope nothing's wrong. No, but don't let our friends leave us. Something is wrong. Gareth, yeah. what is it? Fuck. Lieutenant Wilmer, Dr. Hewitt. What's the trouble? Please, kind people, stay and help us. Norbert, to the supply source. The supply source? What yes, is it, Gareth? The terrible catastrophe has occurred. What? Our entire city may be swept away unless you can help us. What? The warning came to me while I was obtaining samples of our gold and radium for you to take back with you. Warning of what, Gareth? It is something we have feared for a long time. And although we tried to make adequate provisions against the day it might occur, I fear for the safety of my people. Well, now, wait a minute. See them there at the end of the cavern. They're struggling against forces the power of which they cannot comprehend. Uh-huh. The life of every one of them is in danger, but still they try to hold it back. Uh, hold what back, Gareth? The waters, Doctor. Water? Unless the source of our limitless water supply can be stopped up, the entire city of all will be flooded. Oh, why didn't you say so? Here, hop into this mechanical mole. We'll go over and see what it's all about. But can you help us? Can you keep the angry waters from filling up this great cavern in which we live? Well, that remains to be seen, Gareth. Right. Get into the mole now. No. Huh? You'll be protected from the flood in this wonderful machine of yours. I can't be. I mustn't leave my people. Gareth. Don't you see, Buck? Gareth. Yes? Now, you're all excited. Calm down and get in here so I can close the metal door. But don't you see... Quickly. If we're going to be of help to you, we can't waste time. Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's better. Here now. Sit right here in this control seat. Thank you. On the way over, you can tell us what's caused this unexpected trouble. Here we go. Oh, I hope we can get there in time to save our city. Well, now, tell us all you can about it, so we'll know what needs to be done when we get there. Yes, Dr. Hewitt. You must pardon me for being so upset, but news of the impending calamity has shaken me beyond words. Yes, well... Uh, Our water supply comes by seepage through a wall of porous rock there at the end of the cavern. Yes, yes. Any excess was always taken care of by simply allowing it to run down into the ant country through the tunnel system you followed to come here. But now? Now, however, the outlet tunnel has become stopped up. The water is no longer draining away. You know why, don't you? When we follow those tunnels, we use the heat ray on this mold. And then the melted ground settled back and solidified and blocked the tunnels after we passed through. Oh, why did you do that, Buck? 
Why did you block up the only outlet for the water that can so easily fill up this entire cavern? Oh, we didn't know it was part of your drainage system, Garrett. Oh, no, no, of course you didn't. I'm very sorry. But now look ahead. Yes? How ineffectually my poor people are attempting to block up the source of the flood. Now, 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 Garrett, well, I'm surprised at you. Why do you say that, Doctor? Well, why, there isn't much water seeping through that rock formation. Well, why all this excitement? It's so much more than usual. And the channels that carry the water down the streets and into your reservoirs, they're far from overflowing. But they will overflow. And we can't afford to let the water collect in this cavern. Well, what's the matter, Buck? Oh. See how the mist around here is clouding up the outside of our metallic glass window? Yes, Buck. That in itself illustrates the grave danger we're in. Well, how do you mean? Well, unless the water is permitted to run freely away and down into the ground, the heat that permeates our atmosphere turns it into a heavy mist. Yeah? Soon the air will become saturated with moisture. It will disable our atomic power plants and render our radium lighting system useless. Oh, I see. Worst of all, it will reach our chemical supplies and liberate deadly gases. Oh. Helpless and in total darkness, we'll be able to do nothing but wait for the poison to completely fill our city. But that would take days, Gareth. Weeks, perhaps. Why so excited and scared about it all of a sudden? It is the one thing against which we have never been able to provide adequate protection. Oh, I see. Oh, but please, while we talk, the atmosphere becomes heavier and heavier with the dreadful moisture. The efforts of my people to stop the water seepage becomes more and more fruitless. Don't you see? Even now, some of them falter and drop down where they're standing. I can't see very well because of the wetness on these metallic glass... Gareth. Yes, Buck? Can it be the poison gas you mentioned that is making those people drop in their tracks out there? Yes, Buck, please, please do something to help them. Yes, yes, we must act immediately. What can we do? Open the door and let me out again. If my people suffer, I must suffer with them. No, no, watch. What are you going to do, Buck? Turn on the non-recoil energy projector and aim it straight at the water rocks. Wait, then. Yes, sir? There'll be people in the way. If you turn on the non-recoil energy, you crush them against those rocks. Oh, Gareth can warn them to get out of the way. Yes. Or, better still, I can use just a little of the non-recoil energy and push them out of harm's way. We'll do both. Gareth, you go out there and tell them to get away from that rock formation. If they're still able to do so. Do you see? Most of them have fallen... Phew, I should think they would. Poison gas is right. And we thought there was no need to hurry. I'm going to warn my people. But the gas will get you too, Gareth. No matter. If my people fall, I fall. Oh, Gareth, Gareth, come back. Close the door, Doctor, quick. Oh. <coughs> yes. Yes, Wilma. No, no, don't do it, Doctor. Well, what? If you don't, the gas will get us too. But... It's the only way I can see to aim this non-recoil energy projector. This window's too clouded up. But, Buck... Here it goes. That's it. But are you sure you're aiming it straight at the rock for me? Yes, sir. It clears its own path through the mist. Then can't you close the doors again? This gas is terrible. Yeah, we can now. Now, Wilma. Yes, Buck? Get into a pressure suit quickly. Pressure suit? What for? I want you to hold back the water seepage with a hand-sized force ray while we take this mechanical mold to the other side of the cavern. We'll blast away an outlet tunnel. Okay, Buck. Hurry now. Okay. Thank goodness the air is getting better in here with the door closed. It's getting worse for the folks out there. Funny about that gas, though. Hey, here, Wilma. Let me help you put on the helmet of that pressure suit. Thanks. Then I'll snap the clamps of it inside and turn on the midget radio equipment so we can talk. Here it goes now, right over your head. Doc, will you turn on the radio so we can communicate with her? Sure, Doctor. There you are. Hear me now, Wilma? Yes, Doctor. I'm going on out. Here, Wilma. Don't forget this hand force ray. Thanks, Buck. Go ahead now, Wil <coughs> Wilma. Right. And stay there until we get back. Gas. Okay, Buck. Gas is awful. Yet I... Well, I hope we can clear the atmosphere before it's too late for some of those people out there. I've got my force ray on out here. Good, Wilma. 
I can turn off the one here on the mole. No, no, Buck. Huh? No, no, turn it up high and steer us to the other end of this cabin. Right, sir. We're on our way. Use all the power you can. We mustn't waste any time. Yes, sir. Managing to hold back that water all right, Wilma? Yes, Buck. We're doing all we can to save him. Well, hurry. Can you see your way ahead all right, Buck? Not very well, but well enough to get us to the other end of this huge cavern. Well, turn on a bit of the thermic radiation projector to clear the metalloglass window. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's it. Now, more power. Every minute we take to get over there, let the gas in this place get thicker. We're going as fast as we can. Say, you know something, Doctor? What, Buck? That gas has something very funny about it. Oh, I'm sorry, but I feel utterly to see anything funny about a gas. What this has done to the people of war. I only hope that whatever it is, it won't be fatal to all of them. No, it's like something I've smelled before. Something familiar about it. I don't know what it is, but I can't seem to be as worried about it as I should be. Buck? Uh, yes, Wilma? This gas may be poisonous, as Garrett said. But to me, these people out here look just to be quietly asleep. Well, keep that force ray holding the water back until we blast out some drainage tunnels. Mm-hmm. Then we'll ride back and pick you up. Okay. You hear that, Doctor? Yes. Complicates matters. What do you mean? Well, I've smelled that gas before. Maybe a long, long time ago, but somewhere. Now, listen, Buck, this is. I know you think I'm crazy, sir, but there's something about it that just. Stop us. We're at the end of the cabin. Yes, sir. Now, about that gas. How can you prattle on that way when the lives of hundreds of people are at stake? Now, here. Here's where we blast out a tunnel. Right, sir. We can use a disintegrator. Yes, quickly. Right, sir. Hurry, Buck, hurry. Buck, Doctor. Yes, Wilma? I guess I didn't clamp on my helmet right. What? Gas is seeping into this precious tube. Wilma. I'm going to kill Wilma. over. Wilma! Good night. Now Wilma's life is in peril. They can't go back to her until they've cleared a tunnel that may save hundreds, and yet, they don't go back to her. Well, now stand by and listen to a few words from your favorite announcer before we pick up our story again. <laughs> 